This is the Ghetto Smart Podcast. I'm your host, VC. Episode 18. Another week we back in here. Shout out to everybody that's tapping in for the first time. Shout out to everybody that's been tapping in with me every week. I appreciate you. I love you. Your efforts aren't going unnoticed. Believe that. But how are you people doing? Hope you had a productive week. Hope you had a good week. Hopefully, hopefully nobody got on your nerves. As for myself, great week. Got back to back to the basics, man. Exercising, eating good. I'm trying out this little liquid diet. You know. Just trying to drop a couple pounds for the summer. You know, try something different. I think that's what a lot of people are doing this year. Trying something different. We did last year. It worked out for a good bit of people. So, hey, why not? You know, feeling good, feeling great. I'm high, very high. Hopefully you are too. If you're not, no judgment zone. Do your thing. Oh, yeah. I got some shit for y'all this week. I ain't on no Debbie Downer shit. I got I got a bunch of love for my episode last week regarding relationships and just my outlook on it. And uh, to my surprise, a lot more people feel the same way I do. So I'm happy about that. You know, it makes me it lets me know that, hey, I'm not as crazy as I fucking think. <laughs> Because I swear, sometimes I'll think about something. I'm like, I guarantee nobody else on this planet thinks exactly how I think. And um, after last week, I'll definitely have to stand corrected on that. But yeah, I definitely appreciate the feedback. I appreciate everybody that's reaching out. Everybody that's retweeting my posts. Everybody that's just showing love, helping grow the podcast. Um Again, I'm still out here working, trying to collab with different uh, creators, different podcasts, hosts, um, uh, just trying to bring different people to the platform. So stick in there with me, y'all. We still still trying to make shit happen. We still growing. We still knew it, knew it this. But <clears throat> it's funny. I was, you know, listening back to my first couple episodes and. I think I think we've come pretty far. <laughs> Like I tell people, hey, you know what? You should just start listening around like maybe week six or week seven is when I really start getting into my groove with this whole thing. But um, yeah, the first couple episodes are are cringy. But hey, if you guys have been with me, you already know I appreciate you watching the growth, supporting everybody that fucks with me, uh, sends me money through the cash app. I appreciate y'all. Um, you already know. But yeah, so. What I got for y'all this week? Let me see. Let me see. I don't want to start off with no bullshit. You know what? I got to show love to my boy, Larry June. Larry June dropped the orange print on Friday. Classic album. I, I can't say classic. All right. That's 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 going a little bit too far. I'm, I'm going to say quality project. I've been listening to Larry June, I would say, for about... Uh... Hmm. I want to say about maybe two years consistently. 
and um just his growth his message uh what he promotes i just think it's i, I think it's different um he's he's obviously carved out his whole lane his own lane um and i fucks with it man you know what i'm saying real chill music really something to smoke to something to work out to uh really just putting that game in your head man you know but uh yeah i fucks with it got a couple couple joints on there that i'm really um i'm really a fan of but has features with Dage loaf trade of truth is on there um yeah man so check that out larry june from the bay california you already know the vibes with that now you know we can't go any further without talking about culture three culture three which is arguably one of the one of the best albums that have come out this year if i say so myself and coming from me that means a lot because i'm not really big on the whole migos genre the whole um mumble rap but i give it to him on this album because this is the first time i listen to a migos album or a plethora of songs to where i could understand what they were talking about I mean, now don't get me wrong. My all-time favorite Hannah uh all-time favorite Migo song is Hannah Montana. Like I fucking love that shit. And if you listen to them rapping on Hannah Montana compared to hear, hearing them rap on Culture 3, man. The growth um the maturity, the message what they're talking about um the way they started off the album with Avalanche, I mean, that, first off, the sample, we all love the sample, but just the way everybody just kind of, everybody took their time with the beat. Everybody kind of, you know, slowed it down because they wanted you to hear the message. They want people to know, yo, this is what it is. Shout out to uh, fucking Takeoff, man. It's been a debate going on on Twitter. Everybody talking about Takeoff is the best rapper and Takeoff is the best one. I mean, he put up a hell of a fucking argument, if I say so myself. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If I say so myself, he did the goddamn thing. You know what I mean? I really, uh... It made me go back and listen to a few other cuts just to kind of compare. And I think, you know, when you look back and you you see the Migos and you just see where they are and you see where the rap game is and you see where the rap game was before they came in. Undeniable talent, you know, undeniable trendsetters, you know, they're they're OGs in the game. They're vets in the game at this point. You know, they've ushered in a, a new wave of how these rappers go about themselves and how these rappers rap and it makes for the little babies and the the money back yos and the young thugs to to come up under them and and flourish and actually put on their own people and and kind of keep it going you know so um love to see it uh Quavo actually shared online where uh Jay-Z actually you know sent them a text regarding the uh, the album you know, so it's showing you that, hey, even even the OGs in the game respect it, 
19 tracks. It was way longer than I thought. I didn't think they would drop something that long, but decent project. You know, they got the Cardi features on there. Um, who else on here? I don't know who else on here. Yeah, they got a few people. Uh, Polo G. Yeah, so yeah, check it out. Dope project. I really enjoyed it. I kind of threw it in my, my yearly playlist now. I done ran through it about two times, so I'm comfortable with it. I like it. I think I can I can fuck with the Migos on that one. So go ahead and uh, check out Culture 3 if you haven't already. Yeah. Now, I don't even want to be disrespectful. But we got to talk about it, y'all. We got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. Eve and Trina versus on Wednesday. Eve versus Trina. I mean, if you guys couldn't get little Kim on the horn, I understand. And this is no slight to Trina. No slight to Trina, but Eve is an OG in this thing. Yeah, Trina can pull some some slip and slide joints and whatnot. Trina, Trina got some bangers. She got, but I don't know about 20 of them. I don't know about 20 of them. And I this is I've been telling y'all about verses. It, it, it's 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 not. This is this this is a quality battle, but it's a it's a lopsided battle because you know Trina deserves her flowers, Eve deserves her flowers, but at some point Eve just gonna back her on the ropes and just start landing them body blows and just end it. I mean, Eve got too many hot cuts, too many feature tracks. She has too many legends to pull from. They got an essence versus coming up in a few weeks as well. Hopefully that's a decent battle, but this Trina versus Eve uh, versus battle is not getting a lot of love online. A lot of people aren't uh, really happy about this one. A lot of people saying they're not going to tune in. You know, um, I don't think I'll be busy. So, you know, I'll probably go ahead and tap in just for a little bit to see, you know, how the vibe is and, you know, how 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 they uh, coexist in the same space. You know, um, so I can't say I'm gonna watch the whole thing. I'm not really intrigued, but I do know that um, Trina might go ahead and get that get that soft, nice booty whipped by Eve. Um, I wonder what her husband's going to think, Eve's husband. You know, the white guy where, you know, he's going to see his wife up there rapping and and getting gangsta hood and hearing what she was saying. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, I'm scared to go to sleep now because I'm next to a gangster. <laughs> that's fucked up. Huh? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. But yeah, man, shout out to Versus. I'm going to check it out. Hopefully, I'll check it out. Show some love. Send them some flowers. Let them know that we appreciate them. 
um, you know, being able to stay relevant, being able to, you know, persist and keep on moving in life. That's all it's about, to be honest with you. So, um, it has been announced. It has been announced. Day in Vegas Festival, November 12th. Actually, it's November 14th. November 12th through the 14th. Excuse me. Look at my high ass. November 12th through the 14th, Day in Vegas. Sir Kendrick Lamar will be headlining that Friday night concert stage. Kendrick Lamar hasn't dropped music in ages, it seems like. They're saying that this is going to be a celebration of his catalog. They're saying that this isn't, you know, promoting any new music for right now. That's what they say. But I just don't think Kendrick Lamar is going to hit the stage just to perform his old shit, if you know what I mean. You've got others headlining. You've got Travis Scott on Saturday, Tyler, the creator on Sunday, SZA, Lil Uzi Vert, Don Tolliver, Lil Baby, Doja Cat, Saweetie. Baby King, the Baby, YG, Ari Lennox, Polo G, um, yeah. So they they pretty much got yeah. It's, it's pretty much it's pretty much gonna be jumping. They gonna have it popping out there, um, Dame Vegas in November. So yeah, I, I look forward to it. I'm gonna try to go ahead and and take my talents out there to Vegas for that weekend. Smoke out a little bit, vibe out, hear some live music. You know, uh, just see see what's going on on the West Coast, man. Sounds like a motherfucking plan to me. I don't know about you, but I need me another vacation. It seemed like I went to Houston in Feb. No, I went to Houston in March. That seems so fucking long ago. I need another vacation. And I'm not talking about like, yeah, I need to go to like Miami or some shit. I'm talking about like, nigga, I'm about to hit Hawaii or... Barbados or some shit. I'm about to go chill. I'm about to take me a week off. I love y'all, but I'm I'm gonna pre-record my episode so y'all still gonna get you still gonna get your your weekly fix. So I love y'all. See, I love y'all so much that even when I, I I'm planning my vacation, my vacation hasn't even been planned yet. But I'm already letting you know that I ain't gonna leave y'all hanging for the week that I'm on vacation because I love y'all so goddamn much and y'all fucks with me. That's what you do. When you love people and you fucks with them, you inconvenience yourself every now and then. Just out of love, just out of appreciation and just to show them that, you know what? You're so important that I'm willing to go out of my way on vacation to make sure that you guys are all entertained, man. And that's love on both sides for everybody that clicks play and for me when I'm sitting here recording, man. So... Again, I appreciate everybody that fucks with me, but back to the to the message at hand. Take a goddamn vacation. You don't get cool points for saving up your vacation time. Use that vacation time. Your employer doesn't owe you anything. If you show up to work every day on time and you're completing your tasks problem free, you owe it to yourself to take you a mental health week or take two weeks off. If your if your job give you give you time off for COVID, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Luckily, the company I work for, they're so amazing. Not only did they give us 80 hours for, you know, if you got COVID to where, you know, you can take two weeks off and, and still get paid. But even if you don't catch COVID, you can use a week of that time for mental health. So you have pretty much five days for just mental health day. I just need a mental health day. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, amen. I'm blessed to be in a position I am. I you I'm using up every goddamn thing because that's what you're supposed to do. If it's available for you to use, use it. And for all my people out there who got HSA, go get them fucking checkups. Get that free money just for going to the doctor and making sure that you're going to be able to live to your next birthday. Go do that, man, because that money's just sitting in there. And if you don't use it, you're going to fucking lose it because you can just continuously just add that money up, add that money up, man. Just some quick game for all you, all you newcomers out there in the employer world. But, um, but yeah, moving right along, moving right along in the programming. Um, shout out to Kwame Brown. Sprinkling mama's cooking on every goddamn body. This guy, it, he won't stop. He won't stop. Steven Jackson, Steven Jackson came back out, made another video talking about how he's mad at the fans and Kwame and he's thinking he's Muslim and shit. And it's just funny how Kwame got these dudes going nuts. Kwame got these dudes losing their minds because these dudes are in situations to where they have bosses and they have higher ups who are telling them, don't engage with him. No matter what he says, don't engage with him. You can't do that. We won't allow you to do that. Versus Kwame Brown, like me also, I can say, we can say whatever the fuck we want. I don't give a fuck. Because this is my platform. And I can articulate my feelings however I feel. And if you want to listen, you listen. If you don't, thanks for the click. Let's be real here. They don't know how to respond. They don't know how to act. That's why Steven Jackson keeps making these these Instagram live videos and trying to speak in Muslim. And, and it's just like, dude. How are you mad at somebody going at you continuously when there are clips of you and 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 what he calling Becky with the good hair? What's his name? Matt Barnes, where Jeannie Buss is just trying to go through a series of events that happen. And because y'all are are petty and y'all are are full of that female energy. You're snickering and you stop her just to point out that you think Kwame Brown isn't a, a quality NBA player, which is if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. Who gives a fuck? But the fact that this man has been sitting around for over 20 years since he's been drafted, number one, his name is continuously drugged through the mud. Stephen A went on tours to colleges and high schools, dragging this man's name through the mud and still Nobody has come out and said why Stephen A was getting paid to do that and who were, who were cutting those checks. That information has yet to, to come out. Anyways, I digress. You have this man who has been sitting back 
for over two decades listening to people slander. He has children. So when his children in this internet age and they're in school and people are talking about bust and, and college and stuff like that, they're bringing up their father's name. And this man played in the NFL. I mean, excuse me, this man played in the NBA for over 12 years, making millions and millions of dollars. But yet you're mad and you call and Steven and Steven Jackson had the nerve to call, to say that man's life was dirt. Because he was a number one pick and he didn't, you know, get all the endorsement deals and he wasn't, you know, getting his dick sucked by ESPN. And it just shows you how shallow a lot of those dudes are to where their career and that's all they have. They have nothing else. They have no other sense of identity. That's why Steven Jackson is running around here in fucking Chanel Muslim garments and shit and speaking Muslim out of nowhere. But yeah, and you're sitting here attacking a man and, and talking about a man and chastising a man. And then you're getting mad that the man who has no, no, no corporate backing. He has nobody that's that's signing his checks. This man is getting up in his house and talking his shit every day and can't nobody stop him except for YouTube. And they can't stop him because he's following all the fucking rules. So, see, this is what happens. This is what happens in America to where now you have all these other people, because I don't know about y'all. I was always on the fence about Stephen A., you know, when it comes to basketball, I'm okay. But it's just when sometimes when he bloviates and he goes on these diatribes to where he like like today, where he he talks about yeah 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 Katie better drop fifty. Katie Katie gonna drop fifty. Like yo, like you put these narratives out there to where you you make it seem like Katie has to drop fifty points. Like it's easy to put up fifty points in the NBA game. Because everybody does it. Find me somebody in the NBA that averages 50 fucking points a game. It's hard. And he just sits up on TV like he can go out there and suit up and put up fucking 50 points a game. Like he has ever been able to put up 50 points a game. And ever since Kwame came out, he's talking shit. It's hard for me to look at Stephen A the same way. Because it's like you built your career off of beating this boy's name, this man's name into the ground. You, you continuously over decade, over decade slandered this man's name without even picking up the phone to have a conversation with him. You built your name off of, off of your reactions and your, your theatrics regarding Kwame Brown, because you wanted to dick suck Michael Jordan. You want to get in with the crew. And that's what happened with Charlemagne the God, where Charlemagne, you know what? I'm, 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 I, I got this podcast platform. I got this contract with iHeart, the up and the up, the all the smoke podcast. I'm invested in it. They're they're under my umbrella. I'm getting money from it. These my boys. This nigga coming at my boys. Let me try to. Hey, you know what, y'all? Hey, y'all. I got a bigger platform. Let me say something. He said something not even knowing that Kwame was just sitting back ready for it. And you see, that's another lesson. 
Don't always think you know everything. Don't always think that just because you're in a certain position, you can't be outsmarted and you can't be countered. Because just a few days later, if we all remember, Charlemagne the God had to come back and apologize and give himself donkey of the day. Now, excuse me, even though that was a bullshit ass apology, we all know that was a bullshit ass apology. But he had to do it because he he made himself look like a jackass. So let that be a lesson to a lot of people. When situations don't concern you, mind your goddamn business. Because all Charlemagne did, he just showed his hand. And he just showed that, you know what, because we have business interests, I'm rocking with you, which ain't nothing wrong with that. But you can't throw stones if you live in a glass house your goddamn self. And you see Charlemagne sit up there and get those best-selling books, and he sit there and talk about mental health. But yet, you can go on the internet and look at him sniffing the chair of Jennifer Lopez when she gets up, like literally, and then goes home to, to kiss his wife. That on the radio, he publicly said that he took advantage of and raped when she got drunk. But yet, this is the man that we hold in high regard. And you don't call him crazy, but yet you call Kwame Brown crazy. A black man who was drafted number one in the NBA draft, who had a 12-year career, who made millions of dollars, and who's living by his rules and his means. He's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. And that's where Stephen A. and that's where Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, they get mad. Because they can't live how they want to do. Yeah, okay, yeah, your white bosses let you sit up there on your show and smoke weed and talk shit in a state where weed is legal. Versus Kwame Brown is sitting here talking shit about ESPN. He talking shit about the, the shareholders. He talking shit about the presidents. He talking shit about everybody. And ain't shit they can do about it because nobody controls him. So shout out to Kwame Brown. Shout out to everybody that's getting some of that mama's cooking and they not liking it and they rebelling. Because I'm telling you, Steven Jackson is losing his shit. He is absolutely losing his shit. It's sad. But some things like that need to be done. Sometimes people need to take the bull by the horns. And Kwame said, you know what? Since y'all playing around, I'll go ahead and make that happen. Don't worry. I'll go ahead and do that. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. What else I got for y'all? So, unless you've been under a fucking rock lately... I'm sure you heard about the Michigan man, the Asian Michigan man in, um, the Asian man, excuse me, in Michigan that shot the six-year-old black boy. And if you watch the video, this little black boy is explaining how he got shot and how the Asian man tried to chase him with the sledgehammer, but he was too slow and the boy was too fast. So he went and got a gun and shot him through his living room window. And the judge turns around and gives him a $10,000 bond so he can get out of jail. 
there's so much wrong with this. But does it need to be said? When you sit here and you allow these things to happen, that little boy is going to be traumatized for the rest of his life. But I think what they hate, what they hate about us, what they hate about about our young kids is that even watch the video of that young kid that got that got shot him even him explaining it and and his mannerisms and just him in the moment you see how resilient he is you see how he's like you know what like yeah this happened but thank god i'm still living and i'm i'm gonna live my best life pretty much and it's just that resilience and it's not we're going to be he's not sitting around sad and crying and all that. Like you can see the life in him and that that Asian man, that piece of shit Asian man. And I'm not racist against Asians, but I'm just calling it how I see it. He was a piece of shit Asian man who thought it was OK to shoot at a six year old black boy. It's only our people where those actions seem justified to other races. Only our people. But yet, his people just got an Asian bill passed through the Senate who can't seem to agree on anything nowadays. Do you guys find that funny? I do. And this story hasn't been blowing up on the news. You haven't seen this shit floating around everywhere because they don't. They don't want it to float around because you know why the little boy didn't die. That's the fucked up part about this. If that little black boy got shot and killed. Then there would have been outcry. Then there would have been an uproar. Then there would have been protests. Then there would have been, you know, rallying for this for this asian man to stay in jail and not be not be given a bond for shooting a six-year-old kid for being outside playing doing what kids do but because the black boy lived it doesn't matter because our lives don't matter unless we can get ben crump put into it if Ben Crump can't come and stand in front of an audience and have Rev and Al Sharpton on one side and all these other black activists on the other side who only show up when the black kid dies. That's a problem. It just goes to show that even with the NBA saying Black Lives Matter and Pennsylvania Avenue, they're painting Black Lives Matter on the street. Our lives really don't matter until it's taken away. And then that's when it matters, but that's when it's too late. And I could be wrong. Maybe in your area, you're hearing about this, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who will be listening to me. And this is their first time hearing about this story. But yet you hear about um, Ahmaud Arbery. You hear about, Breonna Taylor, you hear about um, George Floyd, you hear about uh, Samir Rice, you hear about, um, what's my man in New York, 
Jesus, rest his soul. God rest his soul. Um, Eric Gardner. Like, it's just so many people. Like, so many people. But they only care when the black person dies. Sandra Bland. Still haven't heard nothing about that. And this just continues to happen to us. And that's something that little boy has to live with for the rest of his life. To where he may see a Chinese person and he may be triggered. Because a Chinese person, his only interaction with the Chinese person was that person trying to kill him. Which is fucked up. It's fucked up on plenty of levels. But when you're black, no matter where you are on this planet, you understand the stresses of being black. You understand that just based on your skin color, people will treat you a certain way, not knowing the content of your character, not knowing your background or anything. And I say that because there's plenty of YouTubers who go around speaking Mandarin or Mandarin, you know, um, you know, to different Chinese spots. And it's funny because when the guy starts talking in Mandarin, the first thing, and, and this is mostly like a woman thing, but the most thing, the most common phrase that they say is good thing we weren't talking about you. And you see, that's the that's the issue I have with the Asian community to where you'll openly request our money. You'll openly have shops and shit in our communities, but yet you'll still disrespect us to our face if we couldn't understand what you were saying. But you know what? I blame it on Americans because it should be your duty to learn a second language. So, you know, um, we can't blame it. And schools do require you to take a second language. So you should take advantage of that. But I say that to say this, that just that being a initial response to finding out somebody speaks your language, it just goes to show the attitude towards a particular race of people to where it's more common for you to talk shit about a black person in Mandarin than it is for you to compliment a black person. But yeah, check the story out. It's real fucked up, real fucked up. You know, it just kind of pisses me off to have to, have to continuously talk about this type of shit all the time, you know. On to the NBA playoffs, NBA playoffs. On to the NBA playoffs. Kyrie Irving went down. Kyrie Irving went down nasty. We praying for you, Kyrie. He is out. He is going to be out for game five. James Harden, he's out for right now. They're saying he's doubtful. He'll be a game time decision. They say he's going to try to get that that hamstring going and shoot around. Hopefully he can get that together. 
people are saying Katie have to go ham. It's just like, yo, when your three, when your two amigos leaves you, you know, like you just came off an ACL injury where our Achilles injury, like you good. Like you're like, like you battle back, you finally get to tip top shape. And then as always, James Harden, not available. Kyrie Irving, that was a nasty fall. I'm glad he didn't break his ankle because I thought he was going to break it. Giannis and the Bucks, they were able to tie up the tie up the series. It's two two now. The Suns, they went to work. The Suns, they advanced. The Suns have advanced. So they are doing their thing now. Uh, let me see here. The Seventy Sixers, they're tied up with the Hawks now. They're tied up with the Hawks, so we have we. They're going back to Philly now. Series is tied two two. Shit's crazy. Clippers, Clippers and the Jazz. That series tied two two. Kawhi showed up. Kawhi did his thing. You already know how that goes. But we have to talk about the Suns. We have to talk about the Suns sweeping the Nuggets. Chris Paul doing his thing. I'm loving Chris Paul getting his run, getting his flowers, being able to just come out and, you know, show people like, yo, you talk shit about me, but I'm a quality point guard. I'm one of the top point guards in this league, one of the best point guards in this league, and I could command a young team. And I think it's amazing. Devin Booker's coming into his own. Devin Booker's becoming a fucking beast right before our eyes. We are seeing somebody going in this first his first time in the playoffs going ham like this, like deep in the playoffs going ham like this. I think it's amazing. Shout out to Monty Williams as well. Yeah, the Suns are on the right fucking path right now, man. Shout out to them. They're really doing the right thing. I really love it. Now, again, I don't think KD is going to have a good game just because it's by he's by himself. I think KD's going to drop about at least 30 points, 32 points, but I see the Bucks squeezing out a nice little win here. I don't think Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan or anybody's going to step up. Hopefully some of the role pay, players can step up cuz the Nets will be at home, but you already know how that goes sometimes. Sometimes sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. But, you know, um Hopefully it's a good game. I'm a I'm gonna try to catch that one. Hopefully I'm not too busy later in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Trying to cook up this shit for y'all. You already know. But man, I don't know how I missed this, guys. Um I don't know how I missed this, but Clarence Williams the third passed away at the age of eighty one. Um, you know him from the mod squad. You know him from Tales in the Hood, um, the General's Daughter, American Gangster, Half-Baked. Um, I mean, he was in so many different classic movies or, or productions. Um, he passed away last week. And, um, you know, rest in peace to Clarence Williams III. You provided a lot of, lot of great entertainment, great moments. Tales in the Hood wouldn't be the same without you. 
Um, it's sad, man. We losing all our legends, man. We losing all the real ones out here in the streets. It just makes you appreciate life a little bit more. It makes you, you know, hug your parents a little bit more if you still got them. It just makes you just think about life a little bit more and follow your dreams. Do do what you need to do. Do what you want to do. Do what you feel you want to do because life is short. And when you're gone, you don't want people to look back and say, you know what? All he did was talk or all she did was talk, 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 talk and didn't do anything. So, yeah, man, uh, rest in peace, Clarence Williams, the third prayers to your family, condolences. Now, before I go, I do want to give some shout outs. I do want to shout out to Cleveland, Ohio, tapping in. We got listeners in Cleveland, Ohio, tapping in. We got listeners out in uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina, tapping in, man. So new new listeners, new locations, fucking with us, tapping in with us, listening to us weekly. We appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Let's keep spreading the show. Let's keep it going, man. Like I tell you all the time, it was all a dream. You know what I'm saying? I always sat here and wanted to do something. And I wanted to step outside of my comfort zone. And not in a million years would I thought my 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 voice would be beat. My voice would be heard in Africa. My voice will be heard in Germany, South America, you know. Taiwan. It's a blessing. It's motivation. It's solidification for me that shows that even with me being a novice, even with me, you know, being in a position that I am to where I'm constantly soaking up information, I'm constantly reaching out to creators to figure out, well, how do you do this? How did you set this up? How did you... I'm 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 constantly growing while I'm doing it. I'm just getting like on the job training. And it's amazing. And I can't I can't say it enough. I can't stress it enough. If there's something you want to do in life, do it. If there's something you feel you want to get done, go get it done. Because the only person standing in your way is you. That's it. You're the only person standing in your way. So, yeah, man, I'm about to get out of here, guys. You know, just a little. Just want to hit you guys with a little something, something this week. Let me know what y'all think about the verses. You can hit me up in the DMs. Ghetto Smart Pod on Twitter. Ghetto Smart Pod on IG. Hit me up, man. Let me know what you think. I'm going to be in that bitch on Wednesday. Hopefully you uh, check out the verses after you check out the show. You already know how it goes, man. But for all my people out there, I appreciate you tapping in. Until next week, y'all. Peace out.